to Remolations. We're your hosts. I'm Mindy. And I'm Brooke. Remolations is a dream interpretation podcast where we read listeners' dreams from nightmares to the just plain bizarre. Join us as we give you our comedic interpretation of your fucked up REM cycle. This week, we're reading a dream story from Sierra that has to do with cults, gin drinks, and visitations from mom. We're also talking about catnaps that involved altars and shrines. Creepy, but we also have more catnaps about Slim Jims, alien runners, and being really bored. Really, really bored. We're also talking about COVID dreams and how COVID affected our dreams in general. I'm ready. I think our bestie's ready. Brooke, if you're ready, let's get started. Woo! Yeah. How are you? I'm good. Or should we start since I'm recording? Yeah. Let's just start. And start. And go. Hello. We need a clapper. (laughs) We need a clapper. If anyone would have one of those, like, directors, what do they call those? You know, must know the name A clapper. They're called a the clapper. clappers. <laughs> if anyone would have a clapper, it would be you. So I'm surprised you don't. I do have, like, an art one. Like, that will just oh. hang on your oh, wall, wait. but it's... Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on one second. Do you have one? <laughs> no way. How do you just look off to your left and you have a clapper? Or you're right. I, I forgot you right. did a 13th birthday party that was Hollywood themed, so. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I had this. And it just happened to be like right next to where I was sitting. In the, here I in the was basement. like, this is very convenient that you just looked over your shoulder and you're like, wait. Because <laughs> I do have one, but it's art on the oh. wall. Like, so it doesn't yeah. clap. It just. Well, here we go. Yeah. But uh, I'll, let me, let, I'll start over, right? Remolations, yep. episode 71, take one. Good. Okay. Now we may begin. Hello, hello. So um, here we are. Episode 71. Hi, we we're are here. back again. Hello. <laughs> okay. We, it sounds like we're starting all the way over. Take two. Wait. <laughs> take two. Hey. Hello. <laughs> all right. Hello. I've, got, I've got a dream for you. Oh, gosh, Brooke. Oh, you know, when oh, I say buckle boy, up, howdy. I mean, buckle up, put on your airbags and and check yourself before you wreck yourself, because this is a, a crazy dream. <laughs> oh, you know, I love when you give me that um, warning, but at the same time, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> the reason I say it, because this has all the, it, you might cry, you might laugh, you might This sounds just spectacular. Believe in afterlife and we're just gonna we're just gonna have to get started here okay okay let's just dive right in so this dream comes from sierra and it's interesting how uh my path crossed with hers so i was on tiktok scrolling and i ran across sierra's tiktok when she was talking about a dream she had and now you know tiktoks are short but i reached out to her and i said this is an amazing dream can i share it on our podcast super sweet girl she's like absolutely you can and she sent me 
an extended version, I'd say, of the stream. And it's I was gonna say if TikTok short, how are we gonna get this crazy long version? This is so, the um extended cut. Extended it's, it's the remix. <laughs> <laughs> the extended dance Unedited. remix of dreams. Thanks, oh, Sierra. I love it. Thank so you. So it's it's titled This Strange Dream I Had in 2020. Okay. She begins. You reached out to me on TikTok on a video I made regarding a very vivid dream I had back in 2020. I'm definitely going to give you too much information about it all, but I don't think a Cliff Notes version of this experience does it justice. Oh, and after, oh, and after reading this, I agree. You, you cannot cut any I of this out. I am in. Okay, here we go. Wait, 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 wait. Click. I buckled myself in. <laughs> oh, I thought you wanted to do... Scene three. No, I clicked. No, I clicked oh, my. You said buckle up. I buckled okay, up. Click. You're buckled. Good. Okay. <laughs> this is how Sierra's dream starts. I was at okay. this absurdly large and crowded campground, which was run by the mob. Oh. Of course, okay. it was. Most yep. of the campers and sites were empty, and some looked like they were frozen in time. Most of the campers oh. were also abnormally large, making me feel like a child. <laughs> But if I tr- <laughs> like giants, they're like t- giant mobsters. Not good. But if I chose to enter any of the essentially abandoned campers, I would almost be too big. Kind of like, <laughs> kind of like when you put a Barbie in literally any Barbie vehicle. <laughs> I-, I hear you. Those legs it, just girl. don't bend. They do not. How have they not figured that out? I think they do now. Do they now? <laughs> they do bend, yeah. But but they're they're not like the... You either have the straight arms or the bent arms. The legs never bent. For us. And neither did those fe- feet never came off the, those heels either. Or those... The, ball, what are the balls of your feet. They, they never went down. She the heels was never al- touched the she ground. She was always ready. Nope, she was always ready to look was fabulous. Ready. <laughs> she goes on to say, the proportions were constantly changing and always off. But that is a normal aspect of my dreams. Okay. Oh, interesting. Things were also kind of a light sepia tone, and a good portion of the oh, dream felt this. as if it was at sunset because there wasn't a lot of light. I mean, it sounds mm-hmm. lovely, other than giant mob people. One of the campers I entered was one of those 1950s-style campers. With that very oh, 1950s nice. turquoise color on almost everything. But I would outside, die. I would love that. <laughs> I think it would be like, so cool I, nowadays, wouldn't it? I'm into camping now. Let's go. Is it big? Well, wait, let's not wait, get too wait, crazy about wait. it. But the outside was that very 1970s pink. No! <laughs> <laughs> All right. The inside reminds... Okay, and there's so many reasons I love Sierra, but this is one of the reasons. Inside reminded okay. me of the Taylor Swift's music video for You Need to Calm Down. Oh, it's a of course video. that hits home to you. <laughs> With Brendan Yuri. Hashtag, what is Brendan Yuri dream? Nice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So, yeah, I, I totally could vision this. She's a fellow Tay-Tay fan. This was incredibly strange because everything else in the campground had severely muted colors. Huh. Because that was not my camper, and I was definitely not supposed to be in it or at the mm. campground at all. I didn't spend too much time exploring the inside. That's kind of weird. Do you just walk into someone's camper and take a look around? Ooh, this is pretty. Camper. Not only was this campground owned by the mob, 
but they were using it to grow a cult. Oh, I love it. I didn't just have to worry about the mob finding me. I also had to worry about the cult. The mob was going to find me. <laughs> so it's like, shit. I mean, this is kind of a mob like a cult anyways, but now there's like a lot of people in this mob cult. Sounds not good. <laughs> this is a terrible situation. There Besides I was, the camper. There was a lot of running, hiding, and the friends I had oh, essentially no. broken into the campground with had either gotten taken by the cult or they had vanished. I didn't know their whereabouts, and now I was on my own. Shit. Again, I must say shit. (laughs) What's kind of funny about this whole campground for the mobs cult is the campground (laughs) for the mobs cult. It it, it rolls off the tongue almost. It does. It sounds so good. (laughs) Is that the people who weren't a part of the cult were allowed to stay there. That's very nice of them. Just $14.95 a night. People could Ooh, visit. That's cheap too. I <laughs> know. People could visit, and they didn't have to join the cult. However, you're like going in for a test drive just to see what it's like, <laughs> like, like an open house, like an, an open, open house. house for the cult. Oh, I hear. Let's just walk around here for a little bit. You know, this cult doesn't seem like it's fitting me just right. I'm gonna go down the street and and join join the cult down the street i think it might yeah i need i don't like the tile floors i need hardwood and i want to change the paint color (laughs) okay so you could visit the campground but you didn't have to join however if you were caught doing any of the things against the rules you were taken the rules were also a secret (laughs) if you weren't part of the class so you didn't know what rules you couldn't break it was very Uh nerve-wracking I would just choose a different campground next yeah. time. This seems like a whole lot of Stay at a state park or something else. The longer I stayed, the more I learned. But you can only learn so much when you're fearing for your life. There were certain clothing yep. styles you couldn't wear, certain colors that were forbidden, and certain words would Jeez. get you killed. It was not safer oh, to not, not talk. Not just taken. <laughs> but killed, yeah. Not just taken, but killed. Okay. It was safer to not talk, but who's going to spend their entire dream silent? (laughs) (laughs) She's like, might as well well go for it. That's what dreams are for. (laughs) I spent a lot of time watching the different groups of cult members so I could hide whenever they were within eyesight. It wasn't actually that difficult to know where they were because they all had to march in formation. And the person in the front was calling out cadences like some sort of military (laughs) drill sergeant. But they were all repeating different mantras of the cult's creed or whatever. Fun fact. It wasn't great to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fun fact. Thanks, Sia. <laughs> naturally, naturally, they all wore the exact same thing. I mean, is it really a cult if they don't have matching outfits? <laughs> no. Absolutely not. Sierra, you're cracking If you me. don't have matching outfits, you're not a cult. How do you know it's that a cult? That is the number one... That's the number one rule. (laughs) Anytime I was unable to find a way to avoid running into the group, I would teleport myself to a different part of the campground because it's my dream and I can do what I want, LOL. I love it. She's a lucid dreamer. She's teleporting. Um, I'm not feeling this matchy matchy outfit cult vibe. I'm gonna. Mm, No. I'm gonna out. That's a big red flag. I don't know why you're all just like, but I know it's bad. So. I'm transporting the hell out of here. I'm going to yeet myself to the other side of this uh, campground. <laughs> Did you just say that? I love it. 
All right. <laughs> At some point, I had to fall in line with the marching of the group because they were going where I needed to go. And there were multiple groups oh, in the boy. area, so I needed to blend in. Unfortunately, I did not have the super cool fun matching outfit, nor did I have the right haircut. Oh. There was a haircut too? <laughs> I can only is it is it the Rachel? Is it is it the, is it the, is it the Rachel? <laughs> oh wait, wait, no, then she goes, nor was I the correct gender. I accidentally joined the boys. Oh whoopsie daisy. So I'm guessing it's not the Rachel, but maybe maybe it's the Ross. How does that accidentally happen? <laughs> Is there a thing, Ross? Is that a thing? <laughs> Ross's I don't think anyone wants not, his hair. No, no, no. It was not that great. <laughs> I was able to keep from being found out for a short time because I was using dream magic to hide my presence. But there was also so much I could do. No amount of shielding can hide the fact I am very bad at marching in tempo. And that is why I dropped out of the marching band. Is she me? Is Sierra me? I have no tempo or rhythm whatsoever. They're all like, one, two, three, four. She's like, what? And I'm like, two, one, three. I can't do it. Don't Neither make me. Sierra. So it looks like it's not, it's not turning out so good for her at this point. I made it through a decent amount of marching in the group, but they eventually realized... I didn't belong because I was throwing everyone's rhythm off. One of the boys looked at me, still managing to keep pace with everyone else. And then another looked at me and then another. And then that's when I saw my mom. I hopped out of line immediately. And it wasn't until the boys reached the full range of motion with their necks before they stopped watching me and returned to looking forward. Now, at this point in my dream, I knew I was dreaming. I knew my mom was not alive anymore. So her mom in real life Mm. had passed away. Okay. And I knew that she wasn't really there. But I took in the sight anyways. Okay. So now we go from cult (laughs) to um, mom. Like a mother-daughter story now. We're like, we're we're transitioning. (laughs) Yep. Scene change. She was sitting in front of a camper that looked a lot like the one we had before she passed. And she was sitting in a red folding chair, just like the one she used to sit in at the campground we used to live in. She was crocheting Aww. something, like she always did. This is the part, like, I'm going to start crying. <laughs> yeah, this is sweet. I'm like, oh. She didn't look up as she told me that I needed to be careful around those people. And I barely let her finish when I threw my arms around her and gave her a great big hug. Oh. She couldn't really give me a hug back because I was kind of pinning her arms underneath me, but I felt her try to. Oh, there was that energy there. I know. She shifted the crochet hook and the yarn out of the way and tried to move forearms out so she could pat me on the back. Oh, my God. I could smell the gross menthol cigarette smoke in her hair and the faint smell (laughs) of perfume she would only wear on special occasions. And I knew this was no longer a dream. I miss you, I told her through the tears as I was trying not to break my voice. That didn't work. And I asked her, why are you here? And I pulled away from her. <laughs> like, like, all the detail, all the little things of, like, you, your mom's scent and things like that's just, oh, it's I, killing me, Sierra. It, it's killing me. I mean, scent is one of the biggest things associated with memory. So, of course, yeah. 
That's yeah. crazy. That's crazy. Drink that. She motioned to the small glass sitting next to the bottle with a label she couldn't read, but I did notice a large rose image on the bottle. Kind of reminds <laughs> she was, it kind of reminds me of how words are in The Sims. <laughs> so again, she's a Taylor Swift fan. Um, she loves The Sims. So is she just like the the are you child and Sierra you and now I? best friends? Are, oh, we are best friends. Are We're totally best friends. Or she's our love child. I can't tell yet which one. Well, it could be either one. I mean, I do like cults. I well, I don't you like, like the cults. color pink. <laughs> <laughs> I like the color pink. I like learning about cults. So, yeah, she could be our love child so yeah, far. Yeah, could be. <laughs> okay, the liquid was light pink, and it was a little colder than room temperature. Oh, these details are amazing. Amazing, right? So the once the burn started to subside, I could taste it. It tasted exactly like someone soaked roses in alcohol. It was strangely Ew. good. But I didn't ah. drink anymore because I wanted to ask my mom for some advice. Oh, She was really there, there and I could ask her anything. But there was only one mm-hmm. question that burned my mind. Why do I cling so hard to fictional characters? That's it. If you had any question to ask... That's an interesting one. It is an interesting one. I agree. (laughs) I looked out into the campground, trying to figure out a way to best elaborate what I was feeling. Why do I cling so hard to fictional characters? Are the only people who truly love me? And then I started listening some specific fictional characters that lived rent-free in my mind at the time. So I'm just thinking like, you know, movies or books that she's really drawn to that she really feels like these fictional characters are a part of her life, right? Well, that's the whole point of media. I mean, whether it's a book, whether it's a movie, whether it's music, the whole point is to make you feel so. Feel connected. Feel connected. But the way she said it, are there only, uh, are the only people who truly love me fictional characters? Like that's, that's hard. That's sad. That's hard. There there were a few partial sentences I tried to work through, but I just couldn't find the words. I felt embarrassed to be asking about that. And it seems silly to me to be so attached to people who don't even exist and to be asking my mom about it. Hmm. <laughs> I know, right? She, she says, we don't have much time as I was turning back oh, to look shit. at her. And then I woke up. <laughs> oh, so sad. So then she woke up, but then she goes on to say a little bit more. So you're ready for this next part. It's not unheard of for me to have dreams that I can feel things so vividly in. But I knew this was different, especially when it came to that rose drink she gave me. I never tasted anything Mm. like it. Once I had stopped crying, I started looking for it. Maybe that something like that has to exist. My mom was never a big drinker. And then she put in parentheses, probably thanks to all the drinking she did in her teenage and young adult years to rebel against her parents. And parentheses. <laughs> and when she would drink, it was always wine. Usually Arbor Mist, but sometimes she oh, would... <laughs> yeah, classy, classy AF. Classy and, AF. Yeah, girl, get away. And I Arbor mean, Mist. Are, is she a 17-year-old girl? <laughs> <laughs> right? Some, some habits die hard, Brooke. It's like, fast forward 30 years from now, they're going to be like, oh, my mom and those white claws. Hoo-wee. You know? <laughs> That's... That's true. I shouldn't speak too soon, should I? (laughs) So usually Arbor Miss, but sometimes she would treat herself to something of quality, LOL. Because it was her glass, 
I assumed it was wine that she had gave me. So after I woke up, I started looking up rose wine. For obvious reasons, my search resulted in nothing of value. But still, every now and then, I would try to look it up, rose wine, thinking maybe this time I'll find it. But I never did. So that's not the um, end of the story. But before we move on to the second part, give me some thoughts of what you're feeling in the first part. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, Sierra, I love your descriptive writing. She's incredible. I, th- I felt like I was watching a movie of like what you were reading to me. And to have such... I guess vividness and the ability to capture it in writing is very hard because you know dreams are weird mm-hmm. and like even you say you like you're like sometimes I have to draw it you know like I yeah. I just have to it, like draw it right. out and she was able to do it simply with words and that's amazing and I'm sorry I know that's not about her dream mm-hmm. but no, it kind of has to be said you're because exactly thinking what I'm thinking incredible yeah incredible i mean mind. amazing amazing details where do we begin oh uh, like, well <laughs> we're at the campground but and you know it's like a time it's like a, a an a olden place, time a place in time right because it, it yeah to like her mom i mean the mom's obviously the main the main part of the stream but it's like it's a frozen in time 1950s 1970s culty. even the I campers mean, me- were like that yeah it just and the sepia tone yes like yeah. that also kind of ages it so it's you say you said sepia or sepia oh what is it sepia is it sepia yeah do you say is it it is i've always said sepia (laughs) is it sepia it's one i say sepia as a photographer but not to to sound like whoa look at me i I would trust you over um okay see sepia sepia yeah but i mean there's like should i say it again no, no, no. I think I'll leave this in. Because oh. It's just because people say things differently, right? Um, well, I don't know if it's right or wrong. I've just never, I trust you because no, no, no. obviously you're, you're a cute. photographer, but I am, I don't know. I could be wrong. But there's other like, photography terms that are like the blurry background is called, I call it bokeh, but some people call it bokeh and some people call it bokeh. So just oh, maybe it's one of those photography okay. terms that comes down from another language that maybe it is. Maybe. Americanized one way versus colorful. Do, do we need to explain that? Do you oh, think if people yeah, let's explain to our yet. bestie what uh, sepia sepia would be. It sepia is, sepia. <laughs> if you think of like old time photographs that aren't necessarily black and white, but have more like browns or neutral tones in them, like ivories and browns, that's sepia. Yeah. So think of a black and white, but brown brown and cream, brown and white more. Uh, or like a- if you if you're like at an amusement park and you dress up in the old timey clothes, yes. you know. Oh my god! And you I like have those. the shotgun. That's, <laughs> my like, that's the color. That's the color we're talking about when they make it kind of that brown yeah. shade. <laughs> they always hand me like the Jack Daniels bottle. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't like, know why. Do I either. look like a floozy that would be at the saloon? You're correct. As you I would got be. your skirt hiked up on one thigh, <laughs> of course it would be. <laughs> And holding a shotgun in the other, because no one's messing with me. Um, now jacket. we need to go to Six Flags this summer and get a picture. Yes. Or the Wisconsin <laughs> Dells. The Wisconsin Dells okay, has a lot of those old picture places. Because yeah. I got to be way. honest, I've never done it. <laughs> never? never? I've got a few. It. I know I've got a few. Kelly and I, my little sister and I have one somewhere. I, I think mm. I've seen one of I'm you and Kelly. I'm going to have to find that one. Like, I bought photos of, like, when you're on the roller coaster and you're like, ah! But never did the 
sepia toe. I want to be your first. I want to be your first. I want you to be my first too. (laughs) Well, we're going to make that happen. I'm putting it on my notes right now. Hold on. (laughs) Okay, please put it on your note card. Old timey photo of me. Mindy must hold Jack Daniels bottle and shotgun. And Brooke gets, she's sitting at the piano and she has. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) This needs to happen as soon as possible. Absolutely, it does. What do we, we have to Google old timey sepia photo booth near me. We got it. Well, it's on the list. It's on the list. All right, okay. but getting back to Sierra's dream here. Yes. The idea of a cult, a mob. So it starts off as a mob, but kind of moves into a cult. And it's yeah, it's very rigid. It's very like, this is, well, it's like, it's both ways though, right? She, she is hiding from them in the first part of the dream. And the second dream, she kind of falls in line to be marching, yeah. even though she's admittedly not a great marcher. <laughs> admittedly not a great marcher. <laughs> I, so she, I do think so, it's interesting though because both are very regimented yeah. like the mob sure. has rules you, you have can't to break follow those codes rules. you gotta get and your historical cults. picture taken with the jack daniels bottle or you'll be shot <laughs> the, the, or, or you will have be a new shot and it has to be mob. but cults too very yeah. regimented rules mm-hmm. so she goes from like one group of people that's dangerous and very regimented lots of rules to another one that we don't know what they're capable of at this point the cult also rules obviously killings involved because she said if you did certain things you got killed or what have you so she's in two very different isn't it weird how like a mob you know you're in the mob like you know you're in the mob right but a cult you don't know you're in a cult (laughs) usually if you're brainwashed Right? So like, you're not it's sure. So different. It's the same, but different. It It's the same, but different. You're right. You know yeah, you're in the mob. When you're in a cult, you think you're just doing the, the right thing for whatever your, the whatever purpose the cult I'm gonna is serving. I'm going to put on this matching uniform. I'm going to march in a line and kill people that I'm gonna say the wrong words. I'm going to eat chickpeas for the rest <laughs> of my life, and we're going to grow them ourselves. Do you, have, do you have a favorite cult, Brooke? Yeah, my favorite cult. Um, I don't know why I said yeah so quickly. No, <laughs> you're like I do. Um, I've been waiting forever for someone to ask me this question. <laughs> I watch a lot of documentaries on uh-huh. on cults. Oh yeah. So it's hard. It's hard to choose. I would say the most I've read on and I've talked about it on the show is Scientology because sure. it's fascinating to me. It's scary to me. It's horrifying to me. It's just all these different. I mean, not that. Other cults aren't, but this is one that I've probably read the most books and literature on, but I've seen about a thousand documentaries about different oh, cults right. and they all fascinate me. People's Temple, you know, like Jim Jones, Children of God, you know, there's I just... mean, I would go like the Rahanish. Yeah, is that is that the um, They had the, the Cadillacs who, in California. Was... Yeah. And then there's also the F FDLS, you know, where, you know, there's just so So welcome to our cult podcast. (laughs) Hey, we just changed you guys. Hi, bestie. Now you're our culty. Hey, culty. (laughs) Hey, culty. Welcome to our new podcast. Mindy and I both joined a cult. (laughs) 
Maybe we just need to make our own call. I mean, isn't that what we're really doing here anyways, Brooke? We are. Let's let our bestie know now you're kind of in a cult. I'm sorry. You're kind of in a cult, but you know what? You're loved dearly. No. No. There's no Send us your money and I'll tell you what God told me to tell you. Okay. Yeah. Well, money and dreams. Send us your money and (laughs) dreams. And then Mindy will tell you what God says. The last thing I want to touch on on the dream part is her mom. And I just, Mm -hmm. that just, as a mom. It's heartbreaking. And having a mom, Mm -hmm. you know, right? It just, it is touching me in my heart. Like, I feel like there's a scent your mom has, or there's there's something that would just, if you were in your dream, you'd be like, no, this is not a dream. This is real. And that's right. That's what that's what gets me on this one. Yeah, it was it was very emotional. Like, I don't know why it wasn't that much, but it was the way she wrote it that mm-hmm. made it emotional. Well, if you're ready, I'm going to move on to part two and you might get a little more emotional here. Oh, shit. OK. <laughs> OK. Um, so that dream was in 2020. And so Sierra says, fast forward to 2023. Oh, brand so just, new. Just brand spanking new. This is within the last couple weeks. So nice. I'm looking okay. for recipes and dessert ideas for my date night. Tuesdays have been reserved as date night for a majority of my relationship. And so it just happens that okay. Valentine's Day this year falls on a Tuesday. Correct. I'm spending hours going through articles about perfect Valentine's Day dinners and cute desserts for your Valentine. And I have... <laughs> Like, oh. right? Those, wait, the Google terms, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> I have narrowed down choices to a handful of recipes. Naturally, Ooh. because I have been Googling these types of things, I got recommended an article, 25 Pink Cocktail Recipes for Valentine's Day. Love <laughs> Sierra with all my heart. <laughs> she our is, love child. She is our love child. <laughs> I think to myself, I'm over 21. And I like cocktails, and I like pink, ah! and I love being extra. Um, <laughs> so absolutely, I'm going to look at that article. <laughs> she used the word absolutely. It is one of my. It's in my dictionary. It is. It is. It's in my vernacular for sure. So, I was in Target looking for ingredients for dinner, and I had figured since I was already at Target. I should see if any of those cocktails jump out to me. And if there's an ingredient I don't have already, I can grab it here since I'm in Target's clutches already. (laughs) (laughs) That'll get you every time. I went to Target today. I spent $44. I don't know on what. (laughs) You go in and you want to go to the dollar area and then all of a sudden you've got like $99 worth of stuff. You've got like a new bathing suit in February. (laughs) Speaking of cults, the Target cult. The Target cult. (laughs) All right. The first cocktail I see is a rose gin and tonic. And I consider it. Gin and I have a rough past. But I was intrigued enough to give it a second thought. (laughs) Ditto, sister. (laughs) Totally. I decided I wasn't against trying rose gin, but I also wasn't sure where I wanted to go to find that bottle that day. When I looked up from my phone, since I was in the aisle I needed, I saw the number 6666. Four sixes. And this is another reason why Sierra's our love child. 
she loves numbers and numerology. She says, see. 6666 falls under what's classified as an angel number, which are numbers, angels, <laughs> of the universe, or our spirit team slash ancestors, etc. send us as a message. It is not uncommon for me to see an angel numbers. So I felt a little spiritual pressure put on me. In the moment, I didn't Google yeah. the meaning. I just remember that number six has to do with home and the heart. Looking it up now, I found focus on your dreams and desires and pay greater oh attention God. to your partner under the number six. I made the decision shortly afterwards to try and find this rose gin. Okay. Okay. I'm so intrigued. Right? I'm so intrigued. Are you still are you still buckled? Right. Wait, let me put my another one on. Yeah, you 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 bet you best. Okay. I need one of those roller coaster things that Yes, comes. the lap belts. <laughs> like as I was getting on the road towards the liquor store, I knew I had the best chance of finding it at. There was a car that pulled in front of me that had a license plate that had 555 on it. 555 no. is a message of change often favorable. As I got into the turn lane to get on the road where the liquor store is off of, the vehicle in front of me then had the number 777 painted on it. 777 is a message of spiritual awakening and connection to the spirit world or universe. When I got into the turn lane and turned into the parking lot, there was a car with 111 on its license plate. 111 often deals with manifestations and beginnings. That's why you wish on 1111. Thank you. I was always wondering. I didn't know that. Yeah, I always, I guess I never ever thought I mean, to look I that always up, wished but thank you. That does make sense. I always I wish always, on 11-11. It's now, my mom used to tell me to wish on 11-11. How did you ever think, did, was it something that was mentioned in your household, the 11-11 No, I must have maybe... learned it at school or friends yeah. or something. Maybe okay. it was even you. It was Who probably knows? Yeah, me. no, it was probably you. Me and the numbers. There was then a car that drove past with 222 on their license plate. 222 can have the meaning of being on the right path. Twos often represent romantic relationships. All of that was strange and it felt very symbolic. So I definitely had a lot of feelings at that point, especially after I recounted all of this to my friend. So I had gotten the rose gin. I was heading back to my Mm -hmm. car after I made a stop at Michael's to get some candle holders and some red taper candles I like to be extra when I can. <laughs> and I checked I my phone her. and it said 1333. Now, I don't know the meaning of 333 offhand, but one of my deities is the number three. And she often sends me 333 when she's got a message for me. Things felt so strange as I drove home. I saw 111-777-222. Just before I got home, I saw 444 which can mean encouragement from the universe and trusting your intuition. Whew, okay. So many, so many numbers. So many numbers. <sighs> I don't want to do math. I, if I saw all those numbers in that short time frame of my Target liquor store shopping trip, I'd be kind of concerned that something was wrong. She's like looking at them as good signs, but I'd be like, hmm. One, one, I'm just going to lock one, myself one, in my bedroom. Two, 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 two. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's a lot. And then, like, you can get into it, add the numbers together, and then divide oh, so them by the numbers. It's so much. So this is a lot of symbolism yes. to dig through. 
After all the groceries were put away, I tried a little of the gin straight and regretted life. That tasted like bad choices. Mm-mm. <laughs> yes, I agree. Yes. But when I mixed it together with tonic water, it had tasted just like the drink did in my dream. Down to the slightly mm. colder than room temperature. And while I was making my TikTok about it, the stove read 3.33. This is crazy. Now she's wrapping up the, the email. She goes, mm, and this is her take on it. Okay. <sighs> okay. Get your tissues out. <laughs> oh, the relationship I am in now is unlike anything I've ever experienced. After I started to get to know my partner, he was on my mind all the time. When we exchanged phone numbers, when I asked him out for our first date, it felt like I was almost possessed by someone else. I didn't feel nervous. I didn't stumble over my words. When I drove home after asking him out, I screamed. And when I got home to quote Taylor Swift, I was literally (laughs) spinning like a girl in a brand new dress. The first time he came over, one of the most skittish of my cats jumped on the couch to let him pet him. Oh, wow. Again. Wow, that's important. Our love child. Love child. (laughs) (laughs) My dad told me when he sees us together, it reminded him of my mom and his relationship when they first started. And when I posted some photos of us at a Renaissance festival (laughs) and a holiday light show, okay, I love that you go to run fairs. My dad got them framed and put them on the wall next to my brother's wedding photo. My partner, he feels like home. Adorable. He has since the very first date. And finding something that tastes exactly like the drink my mother gave to me in a dream when I asked about love on Valentine's Day is so weird. And it really feels like she's not only giving my partner approval, but she's also telling me this relationship was always meant to be. Oh, my God. Is this almost over? I can't take much more. (laughs) It is. Sierra ends up, ends with, I'm still upset about the whole, my dead mother gave me a spirit, and that's a funny pun. (laughs) Spirit, get it? Much love, Sierra. If you want to see her TikTok video, and she did get emotional when she was sharing this, her username is Pikachu Sneeze. So you can, I'll post a link in the show notes. You can follow her because Pikachu Sneeze. Oh, that's so cute. Ow. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. The best dream story. Oh, it had it all. It had had funniness. It had cults. It had mom spirit. Emotion. Yes. Approved. It was a ride. Oh. It was a wild ride. And you know what? We know, we know that you have dreams like this too, or dream stories like this too, or maybe just little snippets of a dream that you remember. We want to hear them all. So just share. Sharing is caring. (laughs) And all you have to do is go to revelations at gmail.com. Share your stories, your dreams, your little snippets with us. We want to talk Love about to them. Hear them. That was absolutely amazing. Let's see what we can come up with next. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just like need like a tissue. I need some rose gin. Oh, by the way, Sierra, if you can give us that recipe, rose. we'll post it. We'll post it for our bestie. Yes. I actually saw rose 
gin for the first, or at least it was pink. And I wasn't interested because it was gin, but it was when <laughs> I was on my trip last year in the Maldives, like at the bar, I was like, ooh, ooh pink, I want that. And they're like, it's gin. I'm like, no, thanks. Never mind. <laughs> Never like, mind. Like Sierra says, it tastes like a bad decision. Which It tastes like it a Band-Aid is what I think <laughs> it tastes like. Now, now Sorry. speaking of drinks, real quick, before we go on to catnaps, yeah. have you ever had Malort? Is that a wine? It is a, it's a liqueur. It's from Chicago. It's a, it's Chicago's drink. It's a Chicago thing. A Malort? Malort, yes. Wait, is this a type of alcohol or the name yeah, of a drink? it's like an alcohol. Like, it's an alcohol. It's like you take a shot of Malort. A shot of Malort. That's how you take it. And it, it's, it's created in Chicago? Yes. So let me explain it to you and our bestie. <gasps> okay. Please, because I'm fascinated. So Chicago has this drink called Malort. If you go downtown Chicago, you can find it in most bars. You can't find it anywhere else that I know of outside of Chicago. And it's one of those things, If you can probably Google it, videos of people taking a shot of Malort. So we've known about this Is shot. Is it terrible? <laughs> well, if you if like... If there's videos taste, of it, you know there's going to be terrible. If you like the taste of fingernail polish as a shot... You might like this. Oh, I love fingernail polish. It's my <laughs> love favorite. It's my favorite drink. But there is, um, but I only drink pink. <laughs> there is oh, uh, actually like celebrities doing it now. Yeah. My so Lord, last summer, how did I live there? I mean, I lived in the suburbs. I get like it. A but how? Thing? I'm not sure. I'd never heard of it. This is fascinating. Uh, so last summer, my sister came to visit, and we were all downtown, and we decided, what the hell? Let's take a shot of Malort. And we were, like, down shot by the, the Bean, like, uh, Cloud Gate, as we call yeah. it here in Chicago. Yeah. Down by the Bean. And there was, like, a little, like, city outdoor bar. And so we made some friends yeah. at the bar. We decided to take a shot of Malort. And I think I have a video, and I will find it, and I'll post it um, for our bestie on our puke? Facebook group. No, Did but you? you know, Mark likes it. He he tastes more like the grapefruit um, notes. Oh, I hate grapefruit. See, then you'll hate it as much as I do. <laughs> but you still have to do I'm it. Glad. You still have to. Next I'm. Time I have no. I have no problem doing it. But our, our sepia photo, <laughs> historical photo, and Malort. That's on our list okay. now. I'm, I'm adding Put Malort it on now. Our list. I mean, I'm putting it right now. Number Malort. two. Number two, Malort. Okay, it's on our list. Things of two, things we want to do. All right. <laughs> we have big goals in life. We're going to drink a shot and take an old-timey photo. <laughs> Watch out, world. All right, okay. Woohoo. Hello, hello. Yay. We're Here we go. Take, take, wait. Scene oh. 17. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to Catnaps. Welcome to Catnaps. Ta-da. <laughs> so this one's short and sweet, and it comes from Libby from Oakland, California. I am running around my house completely naked. Love it. And for some reason, I see in my reflection that my nipples are Slim Jims. <laughs> as long as Slim Jims. <laughs> Look, I'm trying to picture this. She goes, long. <laughs> I do not know how they appeared or why they are Slim Jims, and I don't seem to be bothered by it either. I didn't seem interested in eating them 
either. And then I woke up. Oh, I would have. I would have been like. <laughs> I'm sitting here clutching my chest. I don't know why. I'm covering like, my boobs. I want to I mean, This should be the picture we take. Because we were both like <laughs> holding our boobs like. Hungry. I mean, I do like a good Slim Jim. I mean, it's not I great do. for you, but I, you need sometimes it's protein. a little bit of Slim Jim. Slim Jims of all the meats. Thanks, Libby, for your uh, delicious dream. Yummy. I love Slim Jim. <laughs> I do love a good Slim Jim. I do love a Slim Jim. Thank you so much for sharing. I hope everything is normal in real life for you. <laughs> I really hope so. Or, or relatively normal. Normal enough. This is going to take a different tone. This okay. is from, This is Deborah from Eau Claire. Okay. I had a strange dream where I was in my grandmother's old house, which was now occupied by other family members. I found a secret room, which I never knew about. Nice. Do, does it have treasure inside? It's like the Goonies. Like, yes, it's got like just a box of gold coins and jewels. And inside were a lot of childhood things. An old blanket. It looked like mine, but wasn't exactly right. Mm. You, you know it's not yours. I know. Right? Because those blankies got a certain scent. Did you have a blankie? I do have I do have a blankie and actually I had it until I had my oldest child and then she got my blankie and she's in college now Aww. and she sleeps with my blankie every night. So th- this blankie has been to college twice. <laughs> this blankie's the smartest blankie. It's the in smartest the world. blankie ever. It's it's got a, two degrees. <laughs> well, almost. <laughs> working on it. Working on that I mean, second. Are, did you have a blankie or lovey? I did. I had two blankies my mom told me about. They were both yellow. They were Mm -hmm. a little different in fabrics, but I called them my blankie and my yuck blankie. Oh. (laughs) The yuck yuck blankie was the backup blankie when Mm -hmm. I had to wash the blankie. But she said I literally called it my yuck blankie. That's funny. (laughs) And I I saw a picture in my recently where I had a Band-Aid over my nose, like Mm -hmm. as a child. Well, like a toddler. And I'm like, Dad, what'd you do? (laughs) Like, punch me in the face. He's like, no, you used to suck your thumb with your blankie. And then I would rub my nose with my index finger while I sucked my thumb. And it kind of like rubbed it raw. But yeah, I had two blankies, a yuck blankie and a regular blankie. Yep. My kids have blankies. Yeah. Okay. So it was a blankie, but not her blankie. Of course, you would know. Yeah. It's a blankie, but not her blankie. Okay. Then I noticed an altar slash shelving area, and my pictures were everywhere. No. Kind of creepy. creepy, Grandma. It's her house, but she doesn't live there anymore. I don't get it. It was almost like a shrine. Most of these pictures were from when I was a teenager, but a few were from a few years ago. I recognized the outfits. The whole thing felt very off and very invasive. Yeah. It yeah, sounds that way, right? Like an altar? Like, I mean, you think, oh, maybe. I, I mean, you don't no, feel like no, honored no when you see an altar. Good. No shrines are no. good. No Name shrines or altars shrine. ever. Uh-uh. No. No. Uh-uh. It's a bad no. sign. You don't, don't want like to be it. part of that. Ew. Ew. All right, Deborah. I don't like it. That gives me the <laughs> but thank creepies. thank you for sharing. I know it is creepy. Someone's taking your picture or stealing pictures of you. Uh, yeah. 
No me gusta. All right. I have one from Raphael, and he's from Danbury, Connecticut. All right. I am dreaming I'm driving an SUV on the highway with the windows down. I take an exit that wraps around in a circle. I notice something coming up to the passenger side of the vehicle. It's someone running. It's nighttime, <laughs> so it's hard for me to make out who it was. I am slowing down to take the turn as the runner catches up to the vehicle and is next to the passenger side window. No, I don't You know like how it. they have the warnings, like, slow down, sharp curve. That's a really <laughs> right. slow curve. The runner's like, Ooh, if a runner dude, can, can, if the runner can catch up to it. <laughs> the runner is keeping pace with the speed of my vehicle. The runner does not have a shirt on. They are medium complexion. They are a man. They turn to look at me and smile. Such a creepy mm. smile. They have no Ooh. eyes. No eye socket, oh! just skin no. where the eyes should be. And then I woke up. It's like an alien out oh. jogging. It's <laughs> creepy. It's like an alien right jogging. <laughs> alien jogging. He's I like, dude, exercise too. dude, my UFO broke down dude. a few miles back. I just need a, a, a ride to the Can gas station, man. <laughs> I like that we're... I like that we both are pretending we're actually running and jogging run. as we act this we're out. We're both running as an dude, alien. Dude, slow down. Just, I know slow, I don't have eyes. Just, slow, can I get a ride? Just, I just can't fill this gas can up. Dude, I'll swear I'll pay you back. <laughs> because, you know, UFOs work off gasoline, too. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Solar power, magic energy, or gasoline. It's, it's a hybrid. We don't. It could be a hybrid UFO. We don't know. Hybrid. We don't know. (laughs) Good one. Thank you, Raphael. I like that one. Creepy. Yeah, that was a good one. Creepy as fuck, but um, creepy but good. By the way, the that last dream was called "Dreamed I Was Followed by a Runner with No Eyes." I like that title. Direct and to the point. (laughs) This one I decided to share. Um, It's Jessie, and she's from Bakersfield. But since um, Sierra had that dream that talked about kind of like abnormal sizes. I thought this one might be a good cat nap. Okay. I tend to have a lot of dreams where people's ages in relation to each other are inaccurate. For example, I recently had a dream where my 13-year-old daughter's best friend was only three years old, but my daughter was still 13. And I was asking the friend if she still remembered my daughter, which I think would be interesting, like yeah. at three to three. Yeah, that's a big difference. Yeah, you don't really have much in common. No. <laughs> or another recent dream where two people in the dream were younger than me, but in real life, both of these people are older than me. Mm, I just think that's interesting. Jesse, like we said, sizes are all off, ages are off. It's a dream world. Things just aren't lining up. And that's always interesting. Like, why? Mm -hmm. Why would this be happening? But I thought that was interesting. Thank you, Jesse. All right. I've got one more for you. This one comes from Jesus. And Jesus is from Nashville. He says, my dream bored me to awakeness. (laughs) I've never had this happen before. My dream was of me and a friend in a restaurant. The man running the restaurant was explaining to me how my family had been there and that all of them would fit at this table, this one table. 
I remember he was explaining in deep, deep detail about how they would Ooh. all fit at this one table. That's a lot of, that's a lot of detail. I remember just standing there and getting extremely bored to the point where I woke up. <laughs> he just ends it with, I just found that really funny and I just had to share. Laugh my ass Well, off. obviously it is funny because we're both laughing. Have you ever <laughs> been bored enough to jump out of a dream and just never? Up? That was a unique one. Thanks, Jesus. That was. Thank you. That was an interesting one. Very interesting. Oh, lordy, lordy. If you've ever had, you know, a bored dream or you woke <laughs> up and you were just like, whoa, what just happened? You know, friends, we have merch. And one of our one <gasps> of my favorite shirts of our merch says, and then I woke up. It's really cool. You got to go check it out. And just so we're talking about it, my mm-hmm. favorite shirt is the one that says sweet dreams bitches so you know let us know who you like better oh yeah then (laughs) i woke up for sweet dreams no no i'm just kidding my uh my 80 year old mother-in-law asked me to buy her a sweet dreams bitches sweatshirt so i'm gonna have to take care of that for her but i love her and i that's the most amazing thing i ever loves the design one she chose She's like, she doesn't it's want, cute. and then I woke up, she doesn't want the Revelations logo, she wants the Sweet Dreams Bitches. So if you want to look cool, if you want to look as cool as my mother-in-law Zelda, what you can do is go to revelations.com slash store, and you can get dream journals, t-shirts, sweatshirts, stickers, fun stuff like that. And if there's anything that you'd like to see in the merch store, let us know by sending us an email yeah. and or joining our Facebook group. That's uh, also a very cool place to be. All the cool all kids the, are doing all it. All the cool kids are hanging out. Uh, you have to be invited to that party. No, you don't. You can just look for Revelations <laughs> Besties on Facebook or follow the links in the show notes for either of those two things. And thank you. Mindy, I would like to share an article with you that I read from psychologytoday.com. Okay. How COVID affected our dreams. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very interesting. So it starts out by asking a few questions. Did the pandemic change our dreams? Are we dreaming more? Do we have more nightmares? Do people mm-hmm. who have COVID have nightmares? And I'm like, I got to read this article. I got to read it. <laughs> Studies show that both our waking and dreaming lives were influenced by the pandemic, of course. Mm -hmm. Why we were preoccupied with the pandemic itself and the profound changes in our habits and lifestyles, our dreams reacted and incorporated, Mm -hmm. this is what I find very interesting, incorporated these new realities into our dream vocabularies, Uh which is interesting because we don't normally dream about stuff like that, but when it's happening. Right. So here's what we know about dreams during COVID. Okay. Studies show that many dreams had themes of the illness, and in particular of the looming threat of the illness, often metaphorically expressed in the form of bugs and oh. monsters. Isn't Neat. that interesting? I guess Yeah. I guess you're scared of both of these things. Sure. I mean, unless unless you like bugs, but yeah, it's something that <laughs> Unless is you're what, what those people that study bugs are called and and I mean, yeah. something like that. And 
shit. I knew you were going to ask me, and I completely Ent- forgot. Um, Ent- Entologist? Well, those we'll smart bug people, they don't mind so much. Those I smart bug yeah. people that figure you know you stuff are. out, you know. <laughs> you know your title. A website, and I will put this in the show notes. Well, Mindy will put this in the show notes. Just um, there's a website, I Dream of COVID, mm. contains a collection of curated and illustrated COVID dreams submitted by dreamers. Oh, so cool. During the early days of the pandemic okay. and it is super cool like i scrolled through it and it's like yeah you can tell it's like oh. early like what's going on yeah, and then it kind of develops it's there's a lot of good art so that's why i want to okay, share it okay. it shows the multitude of memorable examples of how our dreaming minds dealt mm-hmm. with the experience of living under quarantine and with the threat of the disease itself yeah not the whole so it's, unknown it's, it's so early on <sighs> Cola, no, no one. Scary. Well, yeah. no one's really been through that in our generation, right? No, yeah. no. There was. I that mean, unless you're alive like, in like the eighteen nine nineteen eighteen. Pandemic. Yeah, then it doesn't count. <laughs> you're you, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Doesn't count. They're probably not listening um, to this podcast anyway. I doubt that they <laughs> even know what a podcast show. is. We're gonna listen to our fireside chats. It's it's like a a radio show, but not. <laughs> but we're funny. <laughs> so, in addition to explicit references to the pandemic, our dreams extracted the existential meaning of the lockdown, like being stuck or unable to do mm-hmm. things we wanted to, seeing others as threatening. Yeah. And being very aware of the deadly nature of the situation. I find it interesting, though, that seeing others as threatening. I wish I would have uh, had my dream journal going back in 2020. Because I think we started talking about doing this podcast in 2020, like around um, September 2020. of 2020. And then it took us a whole year to actually say, no, we really we need did to do it this. in November of 2021. Yeah. Yes. I, yeah. So I think it was 2020 this, when the, the idea first hit me. I wish I would have started my dream journal then. Oh, man. I, I bet your dreams were wild. Very we're a wild ride. Just like anyone. But that, that website sounds really cool <laughs> no, to be able yeah. to check out people's dreams. Oh, yeah. Just a quick little wrap up here. Nightmare. I mean, we kind of know some of this stuff, but like nightmares and bad dreams in general are often understood as expressions of psychological distress or just stress in general, anxiety, Mm. depression. So it's not really that surprising that nightmares increased during the periods of social uncertainty and social strife. And as we know, our dreams help us make sense of our lives and metabolize new experiences, but the pandemic has intensified some effective aspects of our lives in general and our dream lives in general, um, as we were and still are adapting to the reality of living in the context of new diseases, lockdowns and social occupational Mm -hmm. insecurity. Our nocturnal selves we're busy trying to work this new reality into our existing models of the world and of our place in it, like we kind of discussed earlier. Learning to pay attention to our dreams 
may help integrate unwanted experience into our lives and may reveal what reality matters to us. Interesting. Okay. I just thought it was a very interesting article. You know, the fact that we could sleep more, you know, like we are at home more. Yeah. Everyone just kind of had all this stress and had the ability to get a longer night's sleep. Like, true. Increase everything so much. And, but yet so much stress of not knowing anything so much stress and that's where the nightmares come from and that's why this study i feel like is very interesting because it is so new yeah and like i mean we're dealing with it still now that we're like a little bit removed from it by a couple years we can reflect you're right we're at the point where we can reflect on it and realize the thing that got me most in this article was it says we have to incorporate these new realities into our dream vocabularies. So cool, Because yeah. this, uh, the pandemic is something we haven't ever experienced, yeah. so why would and we I dream about it? If you think about like the 1918 pandemic mm-hmm. of the, the, flu. the Spanish flu, right? What were people dreaming then? Was it the same, the same thing? I bet like, it was. Their, you know, I bet I it was bet like it the was. same kind of stressors. Mm, it so was probably more intense, though, because like we have modern medicine, sure, which and you know we have millions media. of people, yeah, and media, you know, uh, Fast knowledge media, I is everything. Say. Like not like telegraphs and newspapers. Like there is a bad thing. <laughs> Put on your mask. Telegraph, come on in. Stop. There is a pandemic. Stop. Please wear your mask. Stop. Please do the Dracula cough. Stop. Stop. <laughs> so while you're talking about that, I had to pull up that website because I was curious. And it is really cool. It's yeah. a cool website. It is. Can I share it? a dream from that website real quick? Of course. Okay. I feel like, yes, of course. This is May 7th, 2020. Early days. This is someone who's between the ages of 30 and 39 from Missouri. I was sitting in a doctor's waiting room with several other people. I know someone coughing slash wheezing in a row of chairs in front of me. I realize that everywhere I go, they ask if I've been in close proximity to someone with COVID symptoms. I'll now have to tell them yes and deal with the consequences of that honesty. I felt like you're like, yeah, everyone in the waiting room. (laughs) I'm exposed to. (laughs) And I felt like an inconvenience. The long way around what I needed to get done, a pain in the ass. But it didn't cross my mind to lie about it either. Hmm. So it's it's taking like the whole, you know, your mind's working out all the puzzles of that's what dreams are, right? You're working out puzzles. You're working out stressors in your life. And this person's like, well, I can't lie about if I've been around someone, but I'm also worried about being around someone. And right. I'm not going to lie about it, but I can tell it's a major inconvenience if I admit it. What's also cool is they also have, just look at this website, they have certain things like, like a, a, what do they call them in school? Like a, a, a word, a word vomit? Like, you know how they have certain um, like words that word are cloud. used? A word cloud. Like a yeah, word certain, cloud. Yeah. And so the the bigger font means stuff you've mentioned more. Yeah, exactly. So the more you've mentioned it, the bigger the font is. And then it's depending on how much you how talk often, about it. What yeah how often and stuff so it's interesting so some of some of the, the bigger ones are 
just looking briefly at anxiety, business, mm-hmm. death, family, government, medicine, social distancing, which was the word of the year, right? So oh, it's very God. interesting to see that, how it relates to how often those are in those dreams that people submitted. And it's also interesting because you can dream them by location, so by state or by country. So very, very cool. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. Very cool. Very, very cool. Do you remember the first days of COVID? Did you have to go out and drive anywhere? Because I had to drive to work and it was like a ghost town. I was like the only car on the road. It was It was crazy. It was creepy. Like it was, it was like desolate. It, it was like, like yeah, an it apocalypse. Was a weird feeling. It was. It was. A weird feeling in it the was. Yeah. I heard that yeah. as they as they decide generations, you know, because there's like the baby boomers and there's the mm-hmm. millennials. But typically, how they define a generation is the age of a major occurrence when those kids are five. So any kids that were five and 2020 will be considered a new generation because that's the age of life when it starts affecting you so like baby boomers were you know people who were born right after the world war so two yeah it'll be interesting to see how what they call this This next generation fascinating i didn't know it was like a love it yeah how was your how was your week overall did you have a good week like What's going on? How's the Fine painting? Week. I hate stuff. Going? I hate taping. Yes, I'm yeah. painting my bedroom from my childhood bedroom. Um, but I hate taping to paint. Do you hate I taping? Know, I hate taping. Um, I, I do. But like, and my parents love like doing different things. The rooms are constantly changing their house, and they're like, "Well, we don't use tape. Mm-hmm. We're just like very good at that." I'm like, I am not good, and I have to tape. Because I'm a very Can I call also. Mama and Papa to come over <laughs> yeah. and come Mama and Papa Fleur it's over one there. room. I'll take care of you. Please tell them that I just have one. And you know it's only totally three it. walls because God. my dad wants to keep the wallpaper wall for some reason. So yeah. all I have to do is tape three walls. That's too funny because in the last <laughs> two weeks I've painted our bedroom. I painted the upstairs hallway and the stairs. So I am like, I mean, this was hours of work. But it's all done. Okay, so it's because done. I taped like a doorway and it took me like 45 minutes. So I'm like, holy shit, this project's going to take me a lot oh, longer. No. It shouldn't take you and that long. And guess what? Guess what? Guess what? what I'm doing on Monday, Mindy. Guess what, what I'm doing, doing on Monday? Monday? What? What? Painting? Shimmying? I have a job. I'm starting. Oh, someone got a new job. Congratulations. Woo-hoo-hoo. And you know what it is? What? With seniors and oh. people with special needs, which is crazy where because your heart is. Where my heart is and also where also where I was told by a brilliant tarot card reader that I would end up in a job like that. So, so it crazy. is crazy. Crazy. That is crazy. And that is so exciting. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. And I want to give a shout out to Jacob, who was my tarot card reader. And I, yes. <laughs> like, I adore him. So yes, you should definitely reach out to him. He's amazing. 
and he's the sweetest guy ever. So, yeah, he said I would be working with special needs, and I was right. And I was he was right. We'll put Jacob's link in our show notes because he uh, he called that. Yes, he called it. He called it perfectly. So exciting! You start Monday. I start Monday, and I didn't want to tell you because I wanted to share it on the pod. I love it. Yay! Congrats, bestie. Oh, thank you. Rookie. Exciting week. Good good vibes. Good vibes this week. Good vibes only. GVO. G G V O. I've never heard <laughs> I've never heard it as an acronym, but that's I, I'm I'm with it. Oh really? <laughs> no, I've never heard G V O. That's hilarious though. G V O. Okay. Good vibes only, baby. Oh, what did you do this week? Did you have a you had oh, a busy weekend, yeah. didn't you? Yeah, we had a soccer mm-hmm. tournament in Indiana. So we Drove to Indiana. <laughs> all of you, all of you, oh, like no, all the no. girls. It was um, oh, no. two of two of the kids and me. So it was a smaller, two a smaller hall. I still had to bring a whole yeah, but cooler you still and, had to thing of drive and, there. Yeah, it's about three still and a half hours away. There, was oh. good. I mean, it was um, fun to watch soccer. It was outside, which is always interesting. Outside soccer in February in, in the Midwest. February. <laughs> As I'm sitting there, I'm like, I don't, th- I don't think people that live in California or maybe like Arizona would would understand, or even be able to fathom that. Yes, we play soccer outside in February in 30 degree weather. That's voluntarily. Stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> voluntarily, we had we had our layers. We were good. We have our blankets. Like you come out to watch a it's... game in hat and gloves and winter jackets and thermal layers i i just don't understand like like why would you go to a game it's so funny because my daughter that does the that plays soccer she she'll wear like a long sleeve it's like what's that material like athletic the athletic dry fit right so she's got like a short sleeve shirt shorts she'll she'll put on a long sleeve shirt but that's it so she's got shorts and this little and I'm like, oh, wait, no hat, no. Like, I'm like, are you freezing? Anyways, but it was good. It was fun. I do have a funny story oh, though about dinner. I love it. Let's hear it. I know you love soup. Or <laughs> do you? I do you had like soup a- last night for dinner. Nice chicken so and wild rice. I'm not I'm, even kidding. I had. Soup. I made homemade ramen yesterday. Oh, you're an angel. I love homemade ramen. But let me tell you a non-good soup story. Oh, no. My daughter who plays soccer, she wanted pasta. So I was like, well, let's find... You're getting soup. (laughs) Let's find a family pasta place. Because I'm like, I don't want to go to Olive Garden. And I don't like want to go to a burger place that sells pasta. So I found this... Burger place that sells pasta. (laughs) I found this like family Italian restaurant. Let me tell you. Okay, good. Have you ever had Italian wedding soup? I have. I enjoy it. It's like, you know, it's like a chicken I do enjoy it. I like it. Spinach, It's got a lot of good stuff in it. Little meatballs. It's delightful. Very good. It's delightful. I had the worst version of this soup I've ever had. It was tasted like I was licking a block of salt, and it was brown like, Are you a deer? <laughs> it was like, a like salt lick. It was beef broth, and it was like brown, like 
what would fall out of like your garbage disposal? Sludge. Nasty. This sounds absolutely disgusting. And the service wasn't great. Didn't ask me how. I'm like, I didn't eat any of my soup. Obviously, it was not good. But she didn't ask right. how much. And soup she doesn't was. say, hey, is everything okay? You're like, no, I, my soup is awful. Putrid. <laughs> my soup it was a putrid. Tastes soup. like a deer lick. <laughs> <laughs> tastes like a deer lick. Only us in the Midwest would know what a deer lick is, Brooke. Do you want to explain know, that? No, and our I best don't even hunt. And I'm not even in that type of person, but deers, deer, not deers, deer. They like salt. Yeah, like, so don't they we all? So they put a block of like salt out to attract the deer, and they lick it. Well, I did not. I do like salt. I do not enjoy a soup of salt. And that was my story from <laughs> what town much. was I in? I don't know. It was. It was not great. <laughs> All right, Bestie, that wraps up another episode, episode 71. On to 72 next week. We're just going to keep doing this. Heaven. You know, I'm having fun. It's a good time. But we need you to do us one favor. If you want us to get to episode 72, you need to tell your friend about the show. Tell your best friend. Tell your mama, who mixes you a very delicious drink of rose gin. Tell... Your favorite, well, person who runs next to your car that might be an alien without <laughs> eyes. Just tell your favorite runner, maybe about the podcast. Tell your favorite runner. Tell yeah, your just favorite tell your favorite runner. runner in case you don't. In case you don't encounter an alien, just well, tell the next runner you. If, see. if if you don't have eyes, it's probably good when you listen to podcasts. So it makes sense. It tracks. What else? They can't watch TV. All you can do is hear. Just listen to the podcast. Listen. Or you can also tell that person that moved into your old grandma's house that built a shrine of your face. It says <laughs> creepy like. <laughs> Just tell your stalker about the show. That's how we grow. That's how we are going to come back next week. Oh, and I just want to say thank you to Sierra again for her beautifully written descriptive dream and thank you to all our catnaps that we read today it's been an amazing episode yes thank you and hey bestie it's time for bed which means turn off that light turn on that sound machine and tuck in and we'll be with you again next week but until then sweet sweet dreams dreams, bitches. bitches That's a wrap! <laughs> Ow! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>